The Ouroboros, a Greek word meaning tail devourer, is the ancient symbol of a snake consuming its own body in perfect symmetry. The imagery of the Ouroboros evokes the infinite nature of creation from destruction. The sign appears across cultures and is an important icon in the esoteric tradition of alchemy. Egyptian mystics first derived the symbol from a real phenomenon in nature. In extreme heat, a snake, unable to self-regulate its body temperature, will experience an out-of-control spike in its metabolism. In a state of mania, the snake is unable to differentiate its own tail from its prey and will attack itself, self-cannibalizing until it perishes. Christopher Cole of Artemis Capital Management described this ancient Ouroboros symbol like so. When I look at this fiat currency scaled cartoon rendering of a self-consuming snake, I'm reminded many trillions of things, like our world's ballooning record debt levels, now beyond 300 trillion, or more than threefold of our entire global annual GDP. The West's massive, unfunded, not safe or promised piles increasingly coming due this decade into next. Silly, flawed MMT arguments for further fiat debt monetization schemes to embark yet upon. And further central bank balance sheet blowouts that will likely be required to not only meet and not legally default outright on gargantuan bills that are coming due. And while this new era of persistently higher secular price inflation is likely accepted by many powers that be to help ease record nominal debt payments in real terms to come, those who currently own long-dated U.S. IOUs cannot be feeling too great about this year's record loss performance, nor super confident about their storing value robustly in the future in a secular bond bear market for the ages. Currently in the USA, tax revenue shortfalls ongoing will still have to be met with varying sorts of debt issuances and with likely more extreme monetary and fiscal policies to come. At the moment, the U.S. federal government is taking in around $4 trillion annualized in tax revenues and other income sources, while having spent over $6 trillion in each of the last few years. While the current interest on our debt payments is now rivaling the massive amount we spend on our U.S. military empire budget per year. This week, we're going to focus on a few gold-related trends that may be singling the eventual rebirth from this over-five-decade full fiat currency regime's eventual mania-induced eating of itself. Why are global central banks now on net buying more official gold bullion reserves than they did back when the London gold price rigging pool failed? Why is the head of a major European nation's central bank deflecting questions about its potentially insolvent balance sheet by citing things like its, quote, gold revaluation account. We'll dig into ongoing gold-related details here this week after this brief message. Hello there, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson with a quick SDBullion market update. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SDBullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages and also a chance at winning incredible bullion giveaways like this one. Get ready for SD Bullion's Monster Box Sweepstakes that includes 500 Silver Eagles. You could be the next lucky recipient of a phone call like this. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. Well, I'm calling you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a Monster Box of Silver Eagles. So click the link below for your chance to win. Click the link below to enter our new 500-ounce American Silver Eagle Coin Type 2 Giveaway Contest. And good luck to all of you who take part.
Both the fiat US dollar denominated silver and gold spot prices finished with trading strength to the upside this week. The spot ask silver price is now near 21 an ounce, while the spot ask gold price finished this week just under 1700 an ounce. The gold silver ratio flushed downward to 80 to finish this week. What was the reason for all the end of the week bullish price action in the two monetary precious metals? Well, the first place to look was the relative weakness of late in the fiat US dollar index, which has really been driving price action throughout the year. Rumors also circulated that silver short sellers in Asia got short squeezed overnight, inducing a rabbit buyback of losing trades, pushing spot silver prices upward overnight. Suddenly, Inverse Kramer also apparently made a bearish call on silver. Uh, that seemingly always helps the other side of the trade. Bloomberg was late to reporting on the massive ongoing silver bullion import demand out of India, which is helping to drain world's warehouse stockpiles of silver. Uh, those would be the City of London and Comics warehouses that we've been showing you for months now. Again, Bloomberg's late to the game. Really though, for this week, the biggest news came from a Q3 2022 report by the World Gold Council, which stated that nearly 400 metric tons of gold bullion got bought up by central banks in Q3 alone. Putting this year's central bank bullion buying pace at a 55 year record high, and it's basically since before the last official gold price rigging scheme in London fell apart in 1968. We'll do a bit more on that later. The WGC, or World Gold Council, only explicitly named just under one-fourth of the 400 metric tons that got bought in Q3. They accumulated at central banks in places like Turkey, Uzbekistan, Qatar, citing that a substantial amount of the nearly 400 tons went to central banks that did not publicly report their purchases. Somewhat unusual to see this, but Bloomberg and other major financial reports speculated over usual names of who the mysterious gold bullion buyers might be. China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and India. All BRICS names bandied about this week as possible sources of the central bank gold bullion buying at a record clip. Now this is nothing new for people who've been watching. Physical gold bullion flows, which have mushroomed into a rushing river that's flowed east, especially since the 2008 global financial crisis, back when it illustrated that this financial system is more insolvent and brittle than almost everyone thought prior, now, I even saw silly speculations that maybe the USA is beginning to stack gold secretly, uh, which is laughable, given how arrogant our leaders remain at the moment. Back in 2016, in March, then-candidate Trump already hinted to us where we stand in terms of modern-day gold reserve power. Have a listen. Envision a scenario that this country ever goes back to the gold standard. You know, there's something very nice about having something solid. You know, we used to have a very, very solid country because it was based on a gold standard. We don't have that anymore. There is something very nice about the concept of that. It would be very, very hard to do at this point. And one of the problems is we don't have the gold. Other places have the gold. Let's put these nearly 400 gold tons allegedly bought in Q3 2022 into physical perspective visually. Each one of these wooden pallets has about one metric ton of gold bullion bar stacked upon it, 32,150.7 troy ounces in total per each pallet. So allegedly this past quarter, central banks are claimed to have bought about 20 times what you see here in the third quarter alone. This nearly 200 year long chart gives you an idea of declared official gold reserves 
updated until the year 2020, just a few years back. You can see on the chart, basically cheap, efficient energy during the late 19th and early 20th century industrial revolution brought about hordes of official gold into the monetary system back then. Now we're gonna zoom in and focus in on the last 70 years on this chart here. You can see official gold reserves peaked just as the last official gold price rigging plan got underway in London during the early 1960s. It failed spectacularly by 1968 and the cost for the USA taking part was about half of our official gold reserves. As we tried, along with other countries, to artificially rig the value of gold bullion much lower than it should have been at the time. You can also see the major 2008 global financial crisis trend in official gold bullion reserve buying, how it spiked up and, and grew higher, basically since the world woke up to how broken this current fiat financialized system is. Here's a look at how the Bank of England back in the 60s would actively intervene in the gold price market. You can see the various interventions that would happen. You can see massive increasing losses of capital and physical gold flowing out of the London gold pool. Uh, as failing price interventions from 1964 to 1967 here illustrated by the orange lines spiking downwards increasingly so on the right hand of the chart. Now the USA used to be a much larger gold bullion reserve powerhouse before taking part in this London gold pool price rigging scheme. Here on this chart, you can see our official gold reserves, which used to be above 20,000 metric tons. Um, they fell on this chart from just under 20,000 to just over 10,000 tons before we finally pulled out of that failing plan. In Q4 1967 and Q1 1968 combined, the USA alone lost over 2,000 metric tons of gold to this failing scheme. August 15, 1971, and the Nixon default on the Bretton Woods Agreement was not far to follow. The Fiat Federal Reserve note has been full fiat along with the entire currency system throughout the world pretty much ever since. All this happened at a time when price inflation in the USA and the major G10 nations was less than half of what the real price inflation rates are right now in 2022. Turning to the modern gold market in 2022, we're going to see why many unsecured ETFs and the warehouses who often commingle and double count their underlying ounces are the modern day version of the London gold sucking sound headed east this time. This chart represents all ongoing transparent gold piles throughout the full fiat currency era. Since the inception of unsecured ETFs for gold in around 2005, 6, 7, the pile has obviously ballooned in size. Here's a clearer look at this 21st century version of these transparent gold holdings. The blue line being the total reported amount. We can see uh, last few years around 30 million ounces of gold bullion flowed out with net selling since the summer of 2020 gold price high was hit. That's almost 1,000 metric tons of gold supposedly sold off and shipped elsewhere and probably moving to the Eastern world for the most part. So this entire pile, 131 million ounces of gold, I know it seems large, but it only represents about 2% of all the gold we humans have ever mined according to industry records. The largest contributor to gold bullion headed east at the moment has likely been the largest unsecured ETF called GLD. See, typically how things work in the modern gold market is during spot price dips, Western gold paper bag buyers sell and cut their losses quick. The physical then from these unsecured ETFs mostly exports east to investors, eastern central banks, and high-grade 22-carat and 24-carat gold jewelry buyers. 
Similar story with unsecured second largest gold ETF called IAU. Another large outflow mostly headed east for the physical price dip stackers. Similar story in the modern day silver market. We have a large portion of outflows, but in this case, much of it too is also going to industrial uses, like for instance, the computer you're using to see this report right now. Turning back to the modern day global gold market, we can see this phenomenon illustrated in price action as well over the last more than dozen years. This chart starts in 2010 with a gold price of 10.99 an ounce. The red line shows the price of gold at each New York open as time has gone on. The blue line shows us the aggregated or added up price of gold over that same time frame outside of New York comics trading hours. Obviously, when the fiat US dollar gold spot price sells off over the last more than dozen years, the Eastern world is there to bid long and often snatch up Western paper hand outflows in physical fashion. Don't get it totally twisted though. On a smaller scale in the USA, for instance, there remains a growing percentage of the population buying physical gold bullion and silver bullion on spot price dips. For instance, this US Mint chart shows, as well, record-sized retail bullion industry data sales confirm all this that I'm showing you. My point here this week is that when it comes to the largest physical gold and silver flows of late, they are Eastern world bound and they are often subsidized by weak-handed Western derivative gold or silver sellers. Turning now to another interesting point made by gold holding central banks this past week, a Dutch born industry colleague, Jan Neuenhaus, both translated and published this interesting video clip with current Dutch central bank governor's su surprising answer when pressed on the questionable solvency of the Dutch central bank's balance sheet. Have a look and listen. Slotvraag hierover. Dus wat u eigenlijk zegt is hoe hoger die rente wordt van de Europese centrale bank, daar zit u zelf bij. Hoe duurder het voor ons wordt. Ja, dat klopt. En hoe meer geld er uitgaat. Ja, en hoe groter. Heel even mijn verhaal afmaken, ja. dat snapt ook iedereen. En hoe groter de kans is dat de Nederlandse belastingbetaler moet bijbetalen. om de balans van de Nederlandse bank. waarvan ik altijd dacht, die is solide, daar kan niks mee misgaan. om daarbij te passen. Nou, dat is kijk, een nieuw verhaal. Dat de de balans van de Nederlandse bank is solide. We hebben namelijk ook nog een goudvoorraad. We hebben ook nog een herwaarderingsreserve op het goud van meer dan 20 ja. miljard. Die we niet mee mogen tellen voor ja, ja. het eigen vermogen, maar die staat. Maar die wilt u niet verkopen? Natuurlijk wel. Nee, dat gaan we zeker niet doen. Nee. We're definitely not going to sell, his final comment. That's rich, governor. Because from 1992 to 2008, your central bank sold off over 1,100 tons of gold bullion reserves. Well, along with other EU central banks who sold off other stashes of gold bullion, for instance, the UK as well, and other central banks, while the gold spot price tripled in value over that same time frame, and regardless of all the value subterfuge sell-offs that they took part in. Now, after the 2008 global financial crisis, central banks are now back in the market, having officially bought around 7,000 metric tons since. The Dutch are left with 612.5 tons at the moment, but not to worry. These metric tons are part of the central bank's, quote, gold revaluation account, of which major European partners collectively hold the largest official hoard when you add them all up together in their union. Of course, Russia, India, China are probably still underreporting by many multiples. And now that Russia has gone offline and into war, and India is signaling its growing BRICS allegiance and future ties with uh, those in the BRICS system, it's really going to be hard to know what record amounts of gold bullion are flowing where and who has what, as it's pretty much been for a while. There is still a long, painful road ahead in, in terms of the devolving of the system that we're currently in.
and it's going to be very painful, especially those who are bullion illiterate. As this fiat financialized record debt supercycle grows unstable and ultimately breaks into another global financial crisis spillover event, one that's probably going to be a lot worse than 2008, by then the mania for bullion will likely not be from just governments or just eastern gold stackers or silver buyers, but it's also finally going to be massive western investor capital flows for store of value fear. Many will unfortunately be left with only inferior paper bags to hold. That's all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.